Hey guys, we're back with another episode of Frequency Vibe. I know I've been gone for a minute, but I'm back. Today, I want to talk about mental health in the urban and or black community. Um, I feel like this is a one of those conversations that people are always scared to talk about or they tell you to... Um, pray, things of that nature. Um, So I just want to dig into some things. And um, I have a guest with me today. His name is Chef Jeff, Jeff Beasley, Um, the barber Jeff. Uh, He goes by, what do you go by? Just Jeff. I am. Sorry for the silence. All I had some technical difficulties. So, um, Jeff, what, uh, So I had a little bit of time to ultimately like do some research and um, I found that in the African-American community and our urban community, they are the most underserved and underdiagnosed when it comes to mental health. Um, some of the things that it says is uh, African-Americans in the United States are less likely to receive accurate diagnosis than their Caucasian counterparts. Schizophrenia, for instance, has been shown to be overdiagnosed in the African-American population. So what is your correlation with mental health? Are you directly affected or do you have people that have been affected by it? Well, um, there have been no scientific uh, fact that um, mental disorders can be, you know, uh, genetic. However, uh, my family, a lot of my family dealt with it in the past, and I, I deal with it myself. Uh, I deal with emotional uh, depression. I deal with uh, also, um, uh, you know, cases of bipolar, uh, okay. which, are, which are mood swings and, you know, uh, also have to uh, affect my emotions as well. But, um, you know, it's, it's funny because, um, you know, it's roughly 50, 47.45.7 million people that's affected by uh, mental health. And in that 45 uh, million, 13% are black people. And uh, that, that's, to me, it's kind of high. We, we do get misdiagnosed all the time. Mm-hmm. We, um, we have a hard time. Expressing ourselves a lot of times. That's just as black people as well. We don't like talking about um, mental illness because they think it's a stigma with it. And it's actually not. A lot of us deal with uh, mental illness, whether it be all the uh, so called schizo side or just the, uh, the side of um, uh, emotional, you know, um, depression, um, bipolar depression. You know, a whole lot of different disorders, disorders of, of um, mental illness that we can talk about. But it's also uh, a factor of we we we, we got to talk about it. That that's the biggest factor. We don't like to talk about it a lot. And um, as soon as we say somebody crazy, the black people say that a lot. Oh, you crazy? You crazy? And in retrospect, sometimes that person is, and they don't even know it. You know what I mean? Um, and. Uh, you know, going to the doctor is one of those things or sitting down and talking to somebody we don't know is something that black folks don't do either. But we got to learn how to do it. There's a lot of black um, uh, therapists, uh, black counselors, black social workers that you can talk to who can definitely understand where people are coming from because a lot of their family may deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know, or they might be dealing with it themselves. I talked to a therapist myself. 
it's funny because sometimes when I get to talk to her, and I'm not saying I'm the reason why she has to do this, but a lot of times when I get to talk to her, she was like, well, we're going to wrap this up because she going to see her therapist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's not the fact that uh, they got it all or they know it all, but um, it's always good to talk to somebody you can relate to, you know what I mean, or that can relate to the problem. Why do you think that it's such a, a like a shun kind of thing if people be like, oh, I'm going to go talk to a therapist. Are you going to see a therapist? Do you think people are scared that people are going to look at them differently when they acknowledge the fact that there is something wrong with mm-hmm. them? Yeah. Yeah. Um, for a long time, you know, I had literally people tell me, you know, you got a problem. My cousin's a therapist uh, down in Texas, and she's... Um, she always should tell me, you, 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 you be switching up. She's like, one minute you're happy, the next minute you're sad, the next minute you, you're doing this. She's like, that's something, you know, you need to you need to talk to. You need to talk to somebody about that. So, But, you know, I never pay no attention to it. I don't want to talk to nobody. But um, it's, important to, uh, it's important to talk about it, and it's important to tell someone when something is bothering them, especially right now with this pandemic going on. There's so many people that's... It's, it's me and unfortunately, that's forced to be home with their wives and their girlfriends, you know what I'm saying, and their kids. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately, you know, your women, you know, are at home, you know, with their main guy, you know what I mean? It's, uh, you know, certain women, they do, they dealing with depression right now because they can't go get their hair done. They can't go get their nails done. Or they can't be, you know, what they call glowed up or whatever they call it, you know. But, uh, uh, and even the kids, you, you know, when kids got this much idle time. It's like the devil's playground. Oh man. It, it is um it is something else. So but it's it's important to to um make sure your kids are safe and you're talking to them and you're making sure they're not going through nothing, making sure they're not on their computer too much. Um, picking up a bunch of nonsense. Uh, or listen to a bunch of nonsense, you know. Right now is a trying time, and uh, a lot of people have a nervous breakdown. People are, you know, they're going through stuff right now. You know, they just had a nurse who had been a nurse 33 years, you know, serving people. And let's, uh, actually, she was a doctor. And uh, from what I understood, this lady killed herself, mm. you know, uh, because of the pandemic and what's going on right now. So, uh, you know, you got to wonder what was going through her mind, you know, for someone to... Um, to, to be dealing with the people so long and I'm pretty sure after you know hundreds of surgeries after seeing so much what made this lady really want to take her life you know what I mean and then she's a doctor she got a good life but but that doesn't mean she wasn't mentally going through something already you know what I mean but um, but to answer your question we need to talk about it. we need to tell people when something is wrong with us call somebody Call your closest uh, homie, your closest, you know, cousin. Everybody got their one cousin they can talk to. And when you talk to them, tell them, you know, uh, something's wrong with me. You know what I mean? And, and I'm not quite sure what it is. And from there, you know, Google is good for a lot of stuff. But Google, Google ain't, ain't the place where you want to get your... your, your, your <laughs> Self-diagnosis, yeah, you know, You don't want to get that from there. You know, talk to your doctor, you know. Uh, if you got insurance, hopefully most people do nowadays. Uh, go see somebody. Tell you, tell your immediate doctor. You know you've been feeling funny. You feel like you need to talk. You feel like you need to whatever. Because if you don't, I promise you're gonna have a nervous breakdown. And what they do to black people in the hospital for anything like that, anything mental wise, mm-hmm. uh, they put us through hell. Absolute hell. They treat you like you're a criminal, literally. Um, you can have one bad day. You know what I mean? And it's happened to myself. Um, I don't know if anybody watched the news, but last year, I'm, I'm okay to share this. Uh, last year, I was talking to my sister, and, uh, you know, I was having one of my one of my bad days, you know. And uh, we was on the phone, and I, I t- you know, jokingly, you know, I was like, man, I messed up. I might go pop myself. And that's another thing. We got to be careful what we say to people because they don't take it the same way as you may you, you can say you're doing something, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean it's an act. Right. You know what I mean? And a good therapist to tell you that. So be very careful if you are going to talk to somebody to word it the right way. 
And uh, by the time I got home, old Park was at my door. Um, they pushed it too. Um, two cops came. I talked to them. You know, they left. I'm hoping, I'm thinking, you know, they called dispatch, everything cool. About an hour later, two more cops came back. Um, I'm in my shorts and my, my, my T-shirt, and I talked to them for about maybe an hour. Um, about 45 minutes later, two more cops came. So this is six cops that came to my house that checked on me and talked to me, saw that I was cool. Everything was, you know, everything. Um, about 45 minutes later, uh, I get a phone call, crazy number. Um, hey, uh, Jeff, yeah, this is Agent Smith. Agent Smith, I said, for, for, what, 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 what you call me for? Uh, she's like, well, I'm the FBI negotiator. And I'm like, for what? She's like, well, we, 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 um, uh, got a call that, you know, you felt like you were going to hurt yourself. I said, I talked to six different cops. None of them talked to each other, called this, because this should have been over with. Right. But at this point, I don't know how they got information that I had an AK-47 in my house. And again, this is how they treat us. And, and this, you can look this up. <laughs> Channel 2 News covered this. Um, they um, somehow got the information that I had the AK-47 in my house and I had a woman hostage in my house. And, and I'm sitting there telling them, there's nobody in my house. You know what I'm saying? Right. I said, send one cop up here. He can walk through here. I said, step outside, be done with it. Um, so make a long story short, I had an eight hour standoff with the FBI, ATF, Berwyn, Cicero, Chicago, Oak Park, and the SWAT team. And so, uh, you know they was pissed because somebody got to pay for this. Right, right. Um, So what ended up happening is uh, they took me down to the hospital, rushed, and uh, well, get all my treatment from most of the doctors and nurses gonna be up there already. So, and it was funny because um, the doctors started asking, uh, you know, uh, you know, what are you doing? And I told her, I said, it's a big misunderstanding. You know, I don't know what's going on. They treat me like I'm a criminal. By the way, <clears throat> I ain't no. Um, you know, I'm not saying this because I have to say this, but I, no, I don't. I ain't never been in jail in my life. Right. I'll get ready to say something else, but um, I ain't never been in jail in my life. I've never been arrested in my life. Um, never had any um, threats or, you know, I ain't never been in trouble with the police. Don't have no kind of record. I don't even speed a ticket. I got parking tickets now. I'm in a, a bill <laughs> with, with this, another story. Um, and uh, again, they treated me like I was a wet dog. And then, it, well, shit, dogs get treated better than us. Um, they treated me like a wet nigga. <laughs> and um, luckily, saw one of the doctors. She talked to him. They kept me for three days, and I left. Um, you know, <clears throat> never, not, I wasn't arrested. Um, there was no psych ward, none of that. You know what I mean? Thank God. But, um, it's been this, 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 this also didn't happen to me before, but the other, any, the other time that it happened, they kept me for five days, and they was full of it, trying to say they're gonna keep me because they were trying to send me to McNeil, and I mean, it was two other black people on the on uh, the floor, mm-hmm. you know, not giving nobody problems. They were still trying to send us to the crazy home to get evaluated or whatever, you know. And now they're really pissed off because I, of course, they took my guns, took my Ford card, mm-hmm. took all of that. And uh, I rejected it, you know, and I uh, I fought it and everything, and I wanted it back. So it's funny how two months after I beat the whole thing, the judge threw the assault charge out because the judge told them, and, it, and he was a white judge, he told them there is no way that uh, this young man who has no violent history, no anything, no background, pointing the gun at you, and he ain't dead. This is very true. <laughs> I looked at that judge and was like, my nigga. Right. Case dismissed. They was pissed. So, you know, I'm getting harassed by him right now a little bit, but all over a misunderstanding of someone thinking that you have uh, 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 mental illness or suicidal thoughts or something like that. So well, be, be very careful. It's safe to say that she probably did that, like, from a caring perspective. You know what I mean? Like, in your, like... So, what does, like, people like, oh, you're bipolar, but I feel like mental illness is 
they don't have a face. You can't they just don't. look like, oh, yeah, she crazy. Like, mm-hmm. everybody want to be a little crazy, but the reality is, is that you could fight so many demons on the inside mm-hmm. and be perfectly humanly fine on the yes, outside and nobody understands, like, what's yes, going can. on. And sometimes it's the, the strongest people are the ones that are, like, breaking down on the inside. Yeah. Those are the ones who deal with the most depression. You, you'd be surprised. Um, and this is not to pick on uh, heavy women or heavy people or anything like mm-hmm. that. But I got several friends who I know for a fact that they deal with depression and they eat. Mm-hmm. They just eat, 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 eat. And they don't even know they're doing it. Because it's comforting I mean? to them. Because it, it's, it's very comforting to them. Mm-hmm. Um, also, when it comes to that, you know, people are swerving down like the guy on the train. Unfortunately. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Um, Even when I um a couple of people on my uh, friends list there that's just their people, like mm-hmm. it's their cousins and the dad had made a post and said, I just watched my son kill himself. Mental mm-hmm. health mm-hmm. is real. Yeah. And people like, Oh, he's just this perfect guy, he has kids, he has this, but, but you never know what he fighting. You never know. You never know what he's fighting. Um I was watching a few lives, unfortunately, and uh, it, it, it was amazing how, how many black people I saw in there thinking this dude was looking for attention. You know? I think that's, I read that too, like, um, I was reading, like, statistically, it says, like, everyone, they'll show you, go to church, pray, mm-hmm. oh, you, you know, black people say, turn to your family, but they don't mm-hmm. never, ever, ever say, go see a doctor. Never. Never. And it's like, I get it. I guess it's um, culturally correct to go to the church, but mm-hmm. that's a whole other topic. I'm not mm-hmm. going to go there. But, I mean, you know. Um, but I feel like it's okay. It's okay. And I think that I have a friend and, you know, he sometimes will go on Facebook and do these really long rants. And it's like, sir. You really need help. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I listen. Like, everybody mm-hmm. knows I'm an amazing listener. I will sit and you can mm-hmm. talk my ear off and I'll just listen. If it saves you from doing something crazy, call me. I'm right. here. But the reality is, is that people need to know that it's okay to be different. Like, mental health issues is, it's not a bad thing. No, it's not. A lot of people go see therapists. You'd be surprised. Like I said, when I realized that my therapist has to see a therapist, that tells me all what I need to know right then and there. Everybody needs some type of, of outlet. Uh, outlet, you know, um, because life, it, 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 like I say, life will give you a breaking point. And uh, depending if you're not getting that help that you're supposed to get, mm-hmm. you'll, uh, you, you'll start to feel and very indifferent. You'll start to, you know, feel less than, you know. You, you can really go into a rut and start feeling sorry for yourself, start feeling bad for yourself. And it goes on and on and on. Now, um, studies also show that black people, we just don't kill ourselves like that. We don't. We, I we did, don't. I did. They said that African Americans are 60% less likely yeah, than whites. Yes. Than whites or non Hispanic to, to murder, like commit suicide. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. And, and that's because we. Um, Unfortunately, we're built. Uh, we just got the mechanics to to keep pushing. We dealt with a lot, and um, uh, I think through that, this traveled down to a lot of us. Even the ones who, um, let's say, uh, aren't carrying on with life the way life should go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, God bless them as well. Right. You know, but. Um, yeah, we don't we don't necessarily kill ourselves. You know what I mean. Um, uh, and as far as back to the attention that your friend he gets on the rant, the last thing people should do is they when they feel like something is wrong with them when they need to vent is get on Facebook. I say that all the time, like because people will not understand you, and people are so. I mean, people nowadays are, are crueler than kids, and there's no other human crueler than a kid. Yes. And so, right now, the world is cruel, and they will they will crucify you. You know what I mean? Because they don't understand you. And I, then later on that day, 
they're going through something. They laughed at this guy and laughed at this guy because they don't know his energy. They don't know what he's going through. Mm-hmm. Um, they be the main person laying down in the shower trying to take a bath. I always say like if you feel like you can't talk to nobody write it down Mm -hmm. like put it out you have to Mm -hmm. get that out like it it's okay it's not easy to tell people how you feel but I've don't know how many countless journals that I've written in just to get it off of Mm -hmm. me because at the end of the day I'm like my friend's strong friend and everybody can come to me, dump on me, but I don't, I can't go to them because when I call them and be like, girl, let me tell you. And then it turns from me to them. So like, cause you're the normalist. Yeah. Like, oh girl, hold on, hold on. Let me tell you this. And then it's like, you know what, bitch, fuck you. Like, so I found like peace and solace in, in writing things down. Like just write it down. If you do a journal entry a day, even my son, like, Dre is, I love him, but he's like the most asshole this kid I have, but <laughs> I know that he fights a lot of things, you know, like, yeah. young boys mm-hmm. that don't have their fathers around at this, and they're like, pre-teenish, 7th, 8th grade, they're fighting a lot of, mm-hmm. they're fighting a lot of things, yeah. and like, shuts down on me in a minute and I'm just like oh it's so frustrating for me but I learned that our parents used to beat the shit out of us I can't beat the shit out of my kids they don't respond to that it's it's a wrap on all of that it's a whole day for these kids um and so I found like I introduced him to journaling like I don't have to read it but when you get upset you get frustrated something's bothering you write it down and I notice, like, when he writes, he'll get real mad, go whatever, write, and he comes back refreshed. So, it's yeah. like, you feel better. Like, get it off of you. Like, don't, like, when people say, don't go to bed mad. Like, if you're in a relationship, don't go to bed mad. Like, I feel like you should never go to bed with a million things on your mind. No. Um, I, I believe in it wholeheartedly. Um, when I was with someone, we would never go into the bedroom. Until it was resolved because we're not taking that spirit not taking all of that nonsense into the bedroom where you where you sleep at where you slumber at you know what I mean so you don't want those demons floating over your head getting in you and making you have all kind of nightmares and, 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 and weird dreams and nah you, you, I, that's the kind of stuff I believe in however but you know um, nowadays again these relationships are are uh well, a lot of these relationships began with mental illness. You know what I mean? We bring, uh, we talk about what we bring to the table. A lot of us bring, you know, uh, mental issues to the table. You know, we really do. Because, again, we don't want to recognize when something is wrong with us. We don't want to recognize when, you know, um, a lot of men have, uh, uh, a lot of men have women issues Oh my because goodness! Here, hold on, here it is. That's a lot true. of men have women issues because of the misunderstanding or non-conversation or non-therapy that they mother need to have. They, them, him and his mother need to have. You know what I mean? So a lot of men take that on, you on their women. You can say that a little louder for the people in the back. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, I, I'm, I, I'm not here to you know shun. I'm, I'm, I'm finna get butt naked with men and women. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, and women have a lot of... Uh, a lot of daddy issues. We have a lot of daddy issues. And one thing about women is we don't know how to let go of the past. We, no. So, we uh, that's carry... A lot of, that's a lot of men and women. But I feel you women carry that trait a little bit more thirstier than men do. Well, the... We have we come with baggage already. If you have children, you come with baggage. You come with one luggage for one kid and they daddy. If you have multiple baby daddies, then you have multiple luggages with multiple issues. But mm-hmm. like for you, what what was the point where you came to and you was like, you know what, I really need help. You know what? I think I had to be about probably nineteen years old. Had to be 19. Um, I had already, whew, 
I had already been through so much by the time I was 16. I mean, not not only uh, it's gonna sound crazy, but uh, I'm gonna just throw a few things out there and people are gonna determine like, yeah, this dude should have got some help a long time ago. <laughs> you know, um, uh, my first attempt murder when I was eight years old. I tried to kill a dude. I took my mom's gun and tried to kill a dude. Mm-hmm. You know, I spent a couple nights in Adi home, got into the fight, got into a fight in there, you know, and, uh, you know, just came home, you know, eight years old. Didn't nobody talk to me about it. Got to get no therapy, you know, nothing. It was just like, oh, well, send him home. It was, they, they, I got off on self and on um, self-defense, mm-hmm. you know. Um, about six months later, we stayed on Lindale, uh, across the street from Patterson. I don't know if anybody know what that is, but uh, uh, Holy City, rough. <laughs> uh, but um, my mom sent me to the store. Uh, I'm gonna tell my age. This one, you know, um, your mom used to send you to the store with a note. You can get cigarettes. Yeah. Give me a dollar worth of lunch meat. Give me a dollar worth of cheese. And you know, I kept the rest. And got some chips. Got my stuff. Got ready to leave out the store. I'm standing on Millard in Cermak. It used to be a store there. And uh, a guy came out on some fresh blue um, Chuck Taylors. <laughs> there was a dude stopped out there. They was getting into it, arguing with a dude blew his head off right in front of me. Blood all over my shoes. I just took off and ran. <laughs> you know, got back, got in trouble. My mom wasn't trying to hit none of that. Why you get them shoes? Don't want my groceries? Where my money? You know, never just went home and turned my game on. Started playing the game. You know, no big deal. Uh, that same summer, I saw my best friend get hit by a car on Cermak. This was in July, uh, during 4th, 4th of July. Um, we used to be on Cermak in the, in the medium where the grass and stuff is, you know, pop a firecracks or whatever. And a car just hit the curb, came out of nowhere, boom, killed. You know, I was distraught, nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, 4th of July, I went, uh, yeah, uh, go, go, go to bed, take y'all baths and go to bed. I mean, not a conversation. You know, the police asked me the questions. I gave me a little bits and pieces of the license plate and the car and everything. And uh, uh, that was done and over with. And now a few years later, I uh, I tried to take my grandma gun. No, it wasn't my grandma gun. It was um, God, no, who gun was that? Anyway, tried to take another gun. And I tried to, uh, you know, tried to do uh, uh, kill somebody again. You know, and, and again, they go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. However, um, you know, after all of that, and getting up to the age of nineteen, and. Uh, my boss, Rusty Black, I used to work work for Westgate Chevrolet in Texas. And uh, my boss, he called me into the office one day. You know, Jeff, you're a cool worker. You know, but I, we noticed you floating sometimes. You all right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. He was like, uh, you need to talk to somebody? I was like, no. He was like, no, nah, I think you need to talk to somebody. And that just stood in my head, stood in my head, stood in my head. And I used to talk to my cousin about it because, again, she's a therapist. And I used to ask her, you know, how do you know when something's wrong with you? She was like, what do you mean? I was like, in your head. She was like, you hear a voice? I was like, no, nah, no. Nah. <laughs> I was just like, how do you know what's something wrong with you? So that's when I began to realize uh, I needed help. And before I could even get the help, um, uh, drugs took over my life. You know, um, uh, so that was about a year, maybe two years that I, out there in the streets, drugging it up. And I mean, hard drugs, blowing, stupid. Thank God I made it back. Hallelujah. Hello. <laughs> right. Anyway, um, uh, but during the midst of my drugs, um, there was a store I was walking down, this, uh, down Amarillo Boulevard in Texas, and uh, Levine's. My grandma used to take me to the all the school clothes and whatnot, and they were closed just, I think it was a Sunday, and I walked by, and I saw myself, I saw my reflection, and I hated what I saw. Mm-hmm. I could not. So, went to my dad's house. He saw me. He cleaned me up, got me some new clothes on. Went to the bus station, put me on the bus. He told me, don't come back to Texas until you get your shit together. Mm. He said, get the help you need to come back. And I ain't looked back. So, when got the help, when got clean and sober, uh, began to talk to therapists, began to talk to, you know, just had shot a lot of stuff, you know what I mean? And even in the midst of that, people still thought, you know what I'm saying, that... Dude, fucked up. <laughs> you know, all my homies tell me, Joe, you fucked up, Joe. Mm-hmm. The, your, your, the way you think is just, is crazy. And here's the thing. 
as many times as they tell me I'm fucked up, they're not, they're not realizing by telling me I'm fucked up. Is is a whole new wave of what they don't understand and how they may be fucked up. True. You know what I mean? And I try to pre- preach that to them and they're not trying to hear it because, again, black people do not believe in mental illness. Now, ain't nothing wrong with him. That's a white people thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that nigga. That nigga just crazy. Yeah. Where, where do you think crazy come from? Mental illness. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've. I don't know. I guess I was raped at a young age, raped as mm. a teenager, raped as an adult. And when I was younger, thankfully, my mother, you know, taking me to go see therapists, mm-hmm. things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like. Tina, you crazy? No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I realize sometimes um, as women, we got to be this strong person. You know, and it's like, oh shit, I can't break down in front of these people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I was, um, I think I may have been, I had just had lunch and I ended up getting hit by the car. And I had lost myself, like, completely, like, <laughs> like, oh my God, it was the worst ever. Like, I was so used to doing things a prim and proper way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was like totally not self-sufficient anymore. Like legs broke, all kind of shit. I'm mm-hmm. depending on everybody to do this, do that. Mm-hmm. And I had gained so much weight, it was ridiculous. And I just kind of like lost sight of myself. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And when I went to the therapist, she's like, sometimes you just lose sight of yourself. And you know, it's, it's like, as women, I feel like we have so many things coming at us as, at once. We have men. Men will tear you down and try to build you up in the same breath. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, we have society. We have Instagram hoes. What the perfect body shape is. Mm-hmm. What a good mom and, and, is. And, and not to cut you off, but I want to add something to what you just said. Mm-hmm. Black women also have... This is, this is an illness. This is a mental illness problem. Black women have a big issue with beauty. Yeah. That that is something that is so widely spread, you know, not being not loving who you are and what you look like when you wake up in the morning is the biggest one I think. And I'm again, I'm not a professional, it's right. my opinion, you know what I mean? I think that's a huge mental issue. You know, to, to wake up and, you know, black women beautiful all over. You know what I mean? Um, you know, even without the uh, additions, with the additions. However, being a, a, a physical liar is a mental illness. <laughs> <laughs> and again, my sisters, I love y'all to death. I'm not coming down on y'all at all, you know. Again, um... We just we but we talking right, so let's 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 talk about it, you know. Um, but yeah, it's um, I'm gonna leave that alone. Keep going. drag me through the dirt. So, what does do you feel a difference? Are you like on medications or no, no? Okay. I've never been. Um, I've never been, you know, medically uh, diagnosed with anything when it comes to mental illness. Okay. Um, I've um, I've never been deemed, you know, this or that. I have a good bill of health. However, uh, my therapist is in the process of, um, you know putting some maybe some medication together for me at, at least for my anxiety okay. and um and and mild depression you know what i mean and it's not you know she suggested it you know i never even thought about we even wanted to get on any type of medication because i don't like taking pills but if it's going to prolong my life you know what i mean and get the police off me <laughs> you know what i'm saying yes uh, no problem, but also I want to be um, like you said with the kids. I want my son to, I want, I want my son to see dad getting help. 
Right. You know what I mean? I want, want him to understand that getting help is, is okay. Because mm-hmm. I, I believe my son, some of the things he's seen and some of the things that, you know, um, I, I've, I've, um, I've opened up to him. Um, he, he, he definitely needs to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. My son, he has an outlet with his music and his art, and he's super dope in both of them. However, I don't want him to keep continue to bury it. Mm-hmm. When you bury, you bury, you bury, it's going to be somebody in your life that you he's going to meet and he's going to love. And small pieces of that person may bring out bits and pieces of the dirt. Mm-hmm. And eventually, with him not understanding that, it could be unburied and he can take it out on the person that he's loving. Mm-hmm. And I don't want him to do that. So I want him to get the help now, you know, so he don't... Um, he like he don't follow mistakes that I've made or or uh, any of us would make if we you know not understanding what mental illness is and what mental illness can do because you can lose a lot you can lose absolutely a lot with mental illness and not even know it um, and then people you gotta surround yourself with people who understand you you know what I mean who who know everybody's not gonna know who you are you know what I mean but you know, you got to find people that's in your life that are definitely going to uh, uh, be able to call and they don't make the judgment to, to deem you dangerous. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? And again, I love my sister T. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm glad she did it because it gave me an understanding about some things. Um, you know, and again, I, I know she did it because she was worried. But uh, and again, I don't even think she thought it was going to go that far. They were supposed to just come and do a wellness check. <laughs> And it turned into an eight-hour freaking standoff, you know. So, again, be careful, you know, what what you tell people, how you tell it to people. And uh, be, be willing to open up. And you may be ashamed of your story. But it like may I, help the next person. Yeah, because I was for a long time. And just what I've shared here, you know what I mean? Uh, oh, I got more. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Oh, oh, I got more. <laughs> This little old country boy got more with, you know, um, I shared those things to hopefully somebody else will be willing to get butt neck and open up with someone and tell someone, even again, in this pandemic, being at home. Yeah, I feel like this being, um, being like consistent in the house, like Mm -hmm. I feel like. This is ultimately, like, everybody's like, oh, it's a pandemic. I feel like the universe works in the wildest, crazy ways. And Earth is a a living, breathing, micro, whatever. It's It's an entity. And it has to evolve itself every whatever. We're in a new decade right now. And I feel like this is the Earth shifting and moving and, like, shedding some layers. And... This is, I feel like this is our time to be creative, to come up out of this with something like, we have nothing but time all day, every day, like build, work on yourself spiritually, um, physically, all of those things. Like I'm a spiritual person, so I just always look at it like, oh my goodness, like right now we're about to go into retrograde, there's so many things twisting and turning, full moons, planets are going direct, and it's almost like... It's screaming for you to evolve. Yeah. Like, if we don't do nothing else in this downtime, you better come up out of this bitch brand spanking new, mm-hmm. like with a new outlook on life. Mm-hmm. Build your businesses, build things up, help your kids. Like, right now is the time that you need to be building generational wealth. If this thing hasn't taught you nothing, you need to have multiple, multiple streams of income. Businesses are letting people go left and right. They're realizing right now that a lot of shit is indispensable. And look how much. I wish I could add if people ask if people tell the truth. How much money are you saving not trying to impress somebody right now? Oh, my goodness. And like I said, if we're going to talk, let's talk. Y'all y'all saw my name. Y'all want to talk later, hit me up on my, my on, 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 in my message box. But let's get butt naked again. How much money are you saving not going to let them chinks do nothing to your hands right now? And you can learn how to do them for yourself. 
a lot of it's very art level. You know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to my orders. Not, no, I'm sorry. I, I, I just, not, they're not chinks. I'm, I, they're I, I, Vietnamese. I, I, I apologize. Are some I, 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 are some Chinese, but they're definitely they're of Asian descent. They're Vietnamese. But I will say this: they don't respect our dollar. They they, do they love it. I I don't know that we. And I will say this: as a woman, I have patronized black nail salons. Asian nail salons, and I will say this: when it comes to customer service, mm. Mm. <laughs> our community say that. is a bit fucked up. Yeah. Hold on, I have my laughing off. Is a is a bit fucked up when it comes to the customer service realm of things. Y'all, I I don't understand why you want me to. Um, I have to book you. I have to pay a goddamn deposit. If I'm late, you want to charge me. Then you want to cancel my appointment and not give me my shit back. Mm -hmm. But I book with you. And then your dusty ass want to be late to the appointment. (laughs) Bitch, do I get my money back? (laughs) Like, you almost got to be nuts or crazy. Like I'm not understanding this. Like, yeah, I, I I don't get it. Like I would love to spend my money with 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 people of color, Hispanics, whatever. Like I I would love to spend my money with y'all, but I choose to go to the people where it's convenient and they don't charge me that shit and they over on the time. I mean, cause from what I understand, you know, I, I've I've been to a few uh, Asian. You know, nail salons that got my, my feet done and my nails done and whatever. You know what I mean? And before I, I did that, um, I used to talk about men and do that so bad. Oh man, you gonna get your feet done, dog? You gonna get your nails done? What you think? What color you get? You know, I used to talk all kind of mess. You know, man, I sit down in that chair. She was like, "Oh, your feet." She said, "Oh, your feet get it bad." And that lady put that stuff on there, that scrub stuff mm-hmm. with the foliate foliation. <laughs> With the foliation on there, hey, it's tweaking. Still recording. Okay. And uh, I fell in love, man. Please, she put them bubble wrap things on there. I got the, what is it called? The honeydew, the, the honeydew, whatever. And ooh, man, man. See, man. I mean, some Asian shops <laughs> they have terrible customer service, and then some of them have good customer service. So like, it really don't matter at the end of the day. But I feel like black people should treat each other a whole lot better when it comes down to business. We should. If you say your store is open from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., don't don't think I'm doing you a favor. You're not doing me no favors. I'm trying to patronize your business. But yeah. y'all want to overcharge for everything. Yeah. And that goes right back to mental illness. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever you're dealing with. You cannot bring that into your place of business where you're making money. You just can't do it. Uh, I've been cutting hair almost 30 years now. and uh, You know, you're a therapist, right? You're an uncertified therapist. Because when people sit in your chair... Yeah. You know, uh, I've helped a lot of people through a lot of situations. And, uh, you know, wasn't... Uh, Girl, I'm not recording on nothing. I was, uh, I was blessed, you know, be in a few people's life and, uh, you know, share some things with them, you know, but I never, I never disrespect my clients. And if I have a client that felt like I have disrespected them, I would really love them to call my phone because I can break it all the way down. Uh, so I, I, like I said, I would never disrespect my clients. You know, I, I do have clients who get very, uh, very disrespectful. You know what I mean? When it comes to time versus money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and some people, some unfortunately, you got clients that just don't think, you know, unfortunately, what you do is important enough for them to pay you the way you should be paid. And I guarantee you, when this pandemic, because i still been cutting hair, you know, here and there, you know, and only certain people have remained at, you know, $30, $40. I, I, Every now and then I may take 30, you know what I mean? But 
after this pandemic, you come up out this pandemic and we're able to go back somewhat to a normal life and cutting hair and everything. Um, continue to still wear gloves, continue to still wear masks for a little while. But my prices are going up. Because they said we wasn't essential. So if we're not essential now, that means that we're luxury. <laughs> I, well, listen, I don't know. I pay $25 for a 12-year-old haircut. So trust me, I don't. You know, so um, I hate to do it. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, you know, there, there are people who actually, and not shit, don't nobody. You know what I mean? Because I, I still got a few homies who still uh, take care of me or whatever. And I'm not trying to kill my kill my vibe or my money. But uh, it's people that actually think right now that that they can still pay me right now. And what we got going on. And they're going to work every day. And think that they can still pay me the same prices they pay me at the barbershop. Oh, because you're putting your life on the line. I'm putting my life on the line. Man, you better put some cheese on my nachos, man, and quit playing with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Put some peppers on there. You know, all of that, you know. But I'm not tripping because I appreciate it. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm trying not to trip about it because I appreciate the business. Man. No, don't nobody got to give me a dime right now. You know what I mean? But the fact that, you know, I just realized that right now, you know, we're, we're, we should have been the centrals because we still have people who want to work right now. I got plenty of people that, I, that are still working right now. You know what I mean? And, uh, they still have to be catered to, you know. Right. So the hell with them, you know what I mean. And it's a lot of other uh, places that that should have been essential too. You mean tell me a huge parking lot with 1,200 parking space, Walmart? That's an, that's that's cool to open up. We ain't supposed to be social distancing with Walmart because it's a big brand because it makes all this money. Walmart gets to open up. Um, Walmart worth Sam Walmart is worth probably over a trillion dollars. He can chill for a couple of days. Get Walmart, I mean, uh, Walgreens that money. Get CVS that money. They they got, still open. I, but I'm saying, though, they got the same shit Walmart got. Why all of them open? Well, <laughs> Walgreens is a little high. CVS is a little high. I think the mom and pop spots are still open. The convenience stores are still open. I think, like, the clothing stores, those, that's, to them, that wasn't essential. Here's my thing. Black folks ain't open. That's the issue I have. The the businesses that we have in our community, dead. We don't own anything now. Well, we don't necessarily. I mean, you're right. (laughs) So tell me a a black owned anything in the black community. Everything is owned by Arabs. Yeah, yeah, well, you know. Uh-oh. Explain to me. I don't. I don't know one black owned anything in a black owned neighborhood. We do not patronize our own shit at we the don't. end of the day. We do not. So when it's the all said and done, in the world. we don't. The richest community. We in the do world. not ban. Let me tell you something. I'm in property management and I see this shit all day long. Indians will come here. Chinese, um, Middle Eastern, and get a bag. Mexicans. They will ten people to one house. Everybody is working. They put all their money in a pot, send it back to Mexico. They have a $10,000 rotation. Boom. They put it back in a pot. When that's there, one family comes back. One family comes from here. Boom. They put that money. They put it right back. They know how to band together and make it happen. We are physically and mentally indoctrinated to go against each other. Yeah. And they Period. Again, you just said it's it. it's ten. Listen, all this goddamn ESO tea that people are selling right now. Mm-hmm. Now I ain't used it. I just got some samples in the mail. I'm gonna mm-hmm. let you know how it works. But mm-hmm. um, be careful. <laughs> but um, we we will band together for some stupid shit. But if five of us, I say this all the time. I don't, I don't have a big circle of friends. But I always said if it me and three other bitches, we get our. Get our taxes. I ain't had taxes in a couple years, but I think this coming year I'm going to get some. But when I do, like, I felt like at least four of us band together, put together $5,000 a piece, and let's go get a fucking building. Like, Easy, they, let's do that. Because, I mean, you can go get something. You can go get a, uh, go to the tax place, 
see who's owed it on taxes. Some places that they people owe, uh, there's owe a list. Thousand dollars. I ain't gonna know. put it out there because I'm working on this list. But oh, man, I, I'm trying to, you don't know, talk about that off the this. There's a list. <laughs> these there's certain lists around here where certain areas are selling properties for dirt cheap, dirt under a thousand dollars, because they're yeah. trying to build their area. Yeah. I feel like we're always so against each other, and I don't know what that is, whether it's mental health, whatever it it's is. mental health. I feel like we go against the grain so much with each other, like, we don't know how to build each other up, especially females. Like, fellas, this is not about y'all, but I feel like females, we don't know how to band together. We always want to be in competition with each other. Oh, I do this better than her. I do this, mm-hmm. I do that. We don't have any loyalty to each other, and mm-hmm. a lot of times we lose ourselves on account of a nigga yeah. who's playing us and everything else. That's a whole other topic. Or, 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 pure, or pure jealousy over what said beauty. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, or jealousy over what said um, car or dress. Or who she, who she, who she thinks she is. Right. She thought she was very beautiful when she looked in the mirror. That's why she wore it. You don't have to feel like that. Right. You know, men, we do the same thing. I've never seen a generation of men who in so competition with another dude in my life. And men, we're, 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 we've always been competitive because that's our nature. However, you know, it's an old joke. And I forget who said the joke. Um... It goes, uh, I remember I was in this club and I saw this dude coming up with this girl. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the dude was G'd up from head to toe. And the dude and his girl, you know, they were just, you know, a regular couple chilling or whatever. The girl got on the slope and started dancing, you know, doing her thing. Dude got mad, the, dude, the other dude, he got mad, put his drink down, and went and challenged the female in a dance contest damn near because he wanted the attention. And I, again, I think if y'all know the joke, you know the joke. But it, I'm not making it funny. But it's it's just that crazy out here nowadays. So me and the guys are not just trying to look good and wear the same shoes and have they wear the same drawers every day because your pants sagging. That's the only reason I noticed. You know, you pull your pants up. I won't know you had them drawers on yesterday. You dirty <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> um, but. My bad. Because <laughs> I ain't trying to <laughs> I ain't trying to wreck on nobody for real. But this, this these are problems we have in our community, you know what I mean? That that no one wants to talk about it. Then when you start to talk about it, you tell these black men, you know, man, pull your pants up, man. Come on, man. I, I tell the guys to come to the barbershop. I don't want to see your drawers, man. Mm-hmm. Pull your pants up, man. Why you in here? I don't want to see your underwear. You know what I mean? My son. We'll be in the store and he said he put his I will give my son the, son the biggest wedgie and embarrass the hell out of him. And that's embarrassing. Then I actually tell my son all the time, I'm an un, unembarrassable. Right. <laughs> I've been through so much, you can't embarrass me no more. But um, again, when it comes back to the women, like you said, we'll put the money together. It's, 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 it's number one, it's fear. It's fear. It's fear that you're not going to be. You're not, you can't necessarily do, now this is a trick. You're not necessarily gonna do with the money what you wanna do. Mm-hmm. And you, because you've never done this before, you're not trusting nothing. You only trust in the money. You're not trusting the individual or the thing that you yeah. invested in. You, we don't invest in ourselves enough because we're scared. Because we don't, we don't see the outcome. The outcome is go buy some shoes, go to this club, go bottle up, you know, and we've, Spend money on a whole bunch of nothing ass wasted but time. That's because we want to keep up with the Joneses. Well, ultimately, the Joneses died long time years ago. ago. <laughs> but um, ultimately, I feel like put you first. Um, surround it out. Always put you first. If you feel like something's wrong, see something, say something. Yeah. Reach. Reach out, anybody. Mm, anybody. Like, y'all can call me. Y'all got my number. Email me. Anything. Like, if you need somebody, I'm I'm the first to say I'm here for whoever needs it. I last thing I want to see is somebody you know lose their life. The young babies, they need somebody. They need an outlet. More so now than ever because I feel like their music talks to them in such a demonic bad spiritual ways crazy so, so pop a perk do this do that like y'all need all them drugs like that ain't that ain't what's happening but 
that's white folk stuff. If you could leave the listeners with one thing, yeah, um, what would you leave? You know, again, I'm, I'm, I'm a living witness for mental illness. And I was one of those guys, again, y'all, who didn't believe in it. Um, you know, it's funny because if you was you if you were 70s baby or 80s baby, the only, when people say retard, we always go back to, you know, the people who used to be in that little classroom. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got the, you got the uh, football helmet on and all that other stuff. No, it goes a lot farther than that. You can be functioning every single day and walking around with two devils on your shoulders telling you that you ain't about shit. Mm-hmm. That, you know, no one loves you. You know, no one cares about you. You know what I mean? Um, and it's funny because you feel that way because you only get that love and that that that, that attention and someone coming to check on you when you're in a fucked up state and you already did yeah. something you ain't got no business doing. True. You know what I mean? Because of your mental illness. You know what I mean? I challenge everybody, man, to, uh, and seriously, I challenge, hashtag, I challenge mental illness. Uh, I challenge any one of y'all to call somebody that that may be dealing with something. Call someone who, if you dealing with something, talk to someone, call someone. You know, you might not have talked to them in a little while. You might not, you know, even if you got a grudge with somebody that's petty, man, as a black community, we need to stop being petty, man, and open up to each other and start loving each other the way our ancestors did. That's how they survived so long. Ain't none of us right now, because of the mental illness and the pain and the depression and the this and the that, and the that's, that's why we get hit with corona so bad. Because we physically, we mentally... Incapacitated. Incapacitated. You know, um, I challenge everyone to call someone say something, do something. Uh, and also, please do not let your, unless you know <laughs> that and you feel it in your heart that someone's going to do something to them, do not call the cops on them unless you are for certain that this individual needs it. Because they treat us like pure D shit when they come to your house and do a wellness check. I promise you. I promise you. If I'm not mistaken, I can give you an example of the of the young lady who called some, a couple months ago or last year, and the cop went to her house and the cop shot her through the window. Mm-hmm. They were doing a wellness check. That's how they treat us, and I'm a living witness to it. Right. You know, they they. I mean, I opened my back door up and it was M16s and M4s in my face, and I hadn't done anything wrong, not threatened nobody, nothing. You know what I mean? So I feared for my life. You know what I mean? So be very careful if y'all gonna call the cops. Instruct them to just do a wellness check. Just make sure they they okay. Don't take them to the hospital. Don't do this. Don't do that. You know, or go with them. You know, because how they treat us is ridiculous. So again, my challenge is hashtag mental illness. I challenge everyone to to call someone, uh, check on someone. You know, you check on your damn self if you need to. You know, if you if you dealing with something, tell somebody, man, before you do something that you may not even know you're doing. Because mental illness is, is a son of a bitch and it is killing more black people every day. Y'all just saw the dude on the train the other day. It, we got to be careful and we got to love each other, man. And we got to learn how to love ourselves, man. So if don't nobody love you, Chef Jeff love you, man. That's my last word. How can the people find you? Uh, they can find me on Instagram at jabjack2008, J-A-B-J-A-K-2008. And that's where I display a lot of my food at. I really don't get into a lot of things. I also have a uh, mental illness page for men. Um, I should have had that queued up so I can give y'all the the, um, the information about that. Uh, let me see if I can get it. But uh, Chef Jeff on uh, on um, on Facebook, um, you know, I'm available, man. Uh, if you need a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you can, uh, you know, get in my inbox, let me know. I'm not cheap right now. Y'all just heard me say that. So, um, you know, uh, y'all be peace, man. Well, it was... Go ahead, brothers. It was just real quick, um, on, on Facebook, the uh, uh, mental health page for black men. Jeff, if you want to talk, unfortunately, I apologize. I have not been on there lately. I need to start doing a little, putting my work up there. I need an administrator. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> because.
because I, I, you know, this I'm still getting in tune with all of this stuff, even though I use it every day. But it's called keep <clears throat> keeping uh, my brother's keeper. I'm sorry. It's um, uh, open conversation about mental health for black men. So you know, you can go on that page, uh, my brother's keeper. So um, y'all be peace, man, and uh, I hope I was able to share some light on some things, help somebody out. Um, y'all love, y'all be loved. It's always a pleasure gracing your presence. Um, just to piggyback off of what Jeff said, it is imperative, it is important for you to find a safe place someone